Thank you, Trina. Thank you, Emma Jean. Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. Good morning. Great to have you on this beautiful holiday weekend. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your Warm Heart pastors. And if this is your first time here, we are blessed, just blessed to have you with us. And we pray that you find a blessing in today's service. For all of you joining us online, welcome to all of you. It's good to see you. About once a month, uh, we like to say hello to our online folk as a congregation. And so, uh, could you do me a favor? Could you just go up and just, don't, don't go up, stay where you are, but turn and just kind of wave to our online folk. We got quite the folk gathered today. Good morning to all of you. We are, we are blessed to have you. 
just a few announcements to, to kick us off today. Sign in. Let us know you're here. In every row and every pew, you will find a red booklet that looks like this. Uh, just fill it out. Pass it on down the pew. That helps us to know who's here, who to check on, and, and all those sorts of things. Uh, we are getting t-shirts as a church. Uh, I don't know if it's applause, but all right. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to, one person's like, we need t-shirts, we need t-shirts, and that's the one who started applauding uh, right away. <laughs> so the, I, I didn't think much about it till the kids got their t-shirts for the, their musical they put on two months ago. And, oh, they look sharp, and so we're, we're going to get kind of the same. Uh, we have an order form. It's right, right outside at the, uh, with the welcome desk. If you want to get a t-shirt, uh, they look pretty sharp. I, I'll wear mine next week. How about that? Uh, help. Maybe I shouldn't wear it. I'm not the best model. I'll find someone else to wear <laughs> a shirt uh, and, and, and model it. Let us know what's going on. Um, yeah, Paula. Paula's our worship leader today, and she might have an announcement or two. Good morning. And welcome to you all on the celebration of our country's birth. And I hope you're all going to have a wonderful, wonderful celebration, be it quiet or busy. Anyway, this morning we don't have too many announcements, so I'll make it brief. The Lunch Bunch crew is going to meet at Deja Brew at 12.30 today, and everyone is welcome who would like to join. Also now, we are looking for volunteers to help with the nursery. If you come to the early service, you could volunteer for second service. If you come to the second service, please volunteer for the first service if you can. Let us help our little ones and their families to enjoy our church community. The office will be closed this Tuesday for Independence Day. Have a safe holiday. Some of our hymns today will pay tribute to our country this morning. And if you wonder about all of the activities that are available on the back of your bulletin, as well as those of you who get it online, please look. There's a lot of things that are coming up or being are happening as we speak. So to do join us. And I think Nicole has something. I just wanted to say thank you for all your prayers. The mission team is home. We did it. <laughs> we had a wonderful week in Colorado. Um, no car trouble, no, no emergencies really. We had a great, a great trip. Um, and if you want to come again on July 23rd, don't skip all the Sundays between now and then, but on July 23rd, we're going to have some of the kids share uh, some, some of the memories they made or some of the things that stood out to them. But I did want to just say thank you. We made it. We're alive. All the adults are on their feet and here this morning. So that tells you something, right? And yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Nicole. Let's take a moment to greet those around us in Christian love and then remain standing for the hymns.
Fourth of July weekend. Summer's halfway over. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Nothing but good news. Nothing but good news here. So my wife was teaching in Oregon, and she taught uh, because of snow days to June twenty fourth. It was it was a late year, and she came home from that day and got the mail, and it was back to school catalogs, and it's like, oh, give me a break. So I remember coloring when I was about your, about your size. And I, I had a sister who was four years older than me, and she was awesome at coloring. Do we have any great colorers here today? Any, anyone really good at coloring? Anyone really bad at coloring? Anyone like coloring? <laughs> yeah, I got some people out there too. All right. So here's one of my masterpieces. What do you think? Is this good? Could I do better? Yeah. What, can you even tell what it is? No. How do you know it's an elephant? Because of the lines. They, they point a picture of an elephant. That's right. Well, a long time ago, this is how I colored. And I, didn't, I had to learn a little bit about coloring. And my sister even helped me with some tricks about coloring. She would, she would really color really, really, really hard. And then she would take a, a, her fingernail or a small butter knife and, and peel it off. And it looked really cool. And she was pretty good. This, is, this, this was one of hers. Whoa, I know. So that was mine. It's, I didn't even realize it was upside down. Yeah. But, uh, that was one of hers. She stayed within the lines, and that's pretty cool. Well, in Big People Church today, we're going to learn a little bit about something called the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. God gave us ten rules to live by. 
They're pretty big. He gave us a lot more rules, but he gave us 10 big ones. And what they are, they're kind of like boundaries for us to follow. They're kind of like following the lines. If I live my life like this and I live outside the lines, my life can be pretty messy. But if I live inside the lines, my life could be pretty beautiful. If I don't follow God's commandments, my life looks pretty messy. But if I follow God's commandments of loving each other and, 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 and loving God, my life's going to look pretty beautiful. Chances are. So I hope today, as you, as you learn in Sunday school and in other places, following God's commandments of just loving each other can, can make life look pretty beautiful. Can you pray with me today? God above, we give thanks for this day of life and for these little ones. We ask your blessings upon them this holiday weekend. Keep them safe and help them to know that they are loved. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thanks for coming down.
church. This is a time of our service where we center our minds, our hearts, our spirits for the message, and it is also the time that we share any prayer requests or concerns that we may have with one another. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to share it aloud with your neighbors. And then I will lead us in our pastoral prayer and then the Lord's Prayer, which the words will be on the screen. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, you are the source of life and love. Thank you for the freedom we have in you. In you, our troubled hearts are set free. In you, we discover a peace that transcends all understanding. In you, we are able to be free from the idols in our lives. And Lord God, we, we lay it all at the cross. Help us to be the peacemakers. Guide us to be the healers in this world. Today, Lord, we pray for our church, our community, and our nation. We pray for our families, our friends, and our leaders. We pray for those that are discouraged and poor in spirit. May all feel drawn to your presence and to walk in your light. Lord, today we also pray for those that are grieving. May they be comforted. And Lord, Give us humble hearts to serve one another. Help us to see you in acts of kindness. And may we be free from anger, from bitterness, from resentment. Lord, we pray for all who hunger and thirst for your righteousness. May they be nourished and sustained by your spirit. And Lord, thank you for your mercy and your grace and the freedom we have in you. Help us to be examples of your love in all that we do so that we may also be merciful and bring calm to our world, to mend brokenness and build bridges. 
for we are yours and you are our one God. And today we gather together to pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning begins with Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. These are the commands, decrees, and laws of the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear Israel and be careful to obey that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. To tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Second reading comes from Exodus 20, 1 through 3. And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. May God add the blessing to a meeting of his word. Thank you. So this is the first Sunday that uh, Methodist pastors who moved in this, this year, uh, they're in their new pulpits. Uh, we, get, we, we end June 30th and we start July 1st. So prayers to all the pastors who moved and or were ordained and are in their new pulpits today. But that means that I celebrate an anniversary here. I've been here for two years and I, I, I don't need... All right. Wasn't looking for that, but thank you. Uh, I, I got a better church than you got, Pastor. This is a good place to be. But I've had to learn. I've had to learn from all of you some new laws that they don't have in other states. Idaho's got some some laws. I had to I had to learn. Car registration, seatbelts, texting while driving. What's the law here? Uh, we every state in the union has signs that say animal crossing, except for here. What do, what do yours say? Yours says game crossing, which implies if it's on the road, you could shoot it. That's, that's the Idaho way. <laughs> Idaho. We don't have animal crossings. It's game crossing. 
Well, here's 10 actual laws that Idaho has that were new to me, okay? <laughs> it is against the law in Idaho to live in a dog kennel or house unless you're a dog. It's in the statutes. You can't do that. In Idaho Falls, it's illegal to ride a motorcycle if you're over 88. That one's on the books. It's illegal to ride a merry-go-round on a Sunday. Old blue law is still on the books. Selling an Idaho deluxe potato with blemishes, rot, or sun damage can get you to jail up to six months. You take your potatoes seriously. In Pocatello, I looked this one up. This one's true. You are required by law to smile. In Eagle, it's illegal to sweep dirt from one's house into the street. I can get behind that one. Once upon a time, the state of Idaho forbade you from fishing off the back of a camel. There's a story behind this one. Uh, Public displays of affection must be under 18 minutes in length. (laughs) 17, you're fine. 19, right out. But eight, yeah, there you go. Uh, I think this is the last one. Lawyers cannot charge widows a fee to move a piano into another room. (laughs) So I found these on numerous websites. I... I did look at a couple of them. I found the actual codes for, for a few. I didn't look into all of them. Uh, but we all have laws that we are supposed to follow. Codes of conduct. If you got a license, here's your rule book uh, to, to, to how to drive uh, your vehicle. If you want to build a house, here are all the codes that you need uh, to build a house. I'm sure if in uh, some of your places of work, uh, you have in, like employee handbooks that states what you can and cannot do. I've seen some two pages long, and I've, I was at a place that had the employee handbook 75 pages long. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever bought a house, how many pages do you have to sign when you buy a house? While back, while back on the news, I saw the president sign a treaty, sign a treaty. They gave him a pen, sign a treaty. One signature. A trade agreement with another country. Billions, if not trillions of dollars are going to change hands. One signature. I go to Costco to get a Costco card. You got to sign here, sign here, sign here, initial here, sign at the bottom. Took more signatures to get a Costco card than do uh, a a national uh, treaty of some kind. We live by laws and agreements, contracts, covenants, homeowners associations, Rules of the road, on and on and on. Our lives are dictated by principles of law and order in so many ways. So here we are. We're going to start a new sermon series for these, uh, for these uh, months of summer. Uh, we're going to look at the Ten Commandments. So guess how many sermons you're going to get out of that? Ten. Oh, I love a smart crowd. You guys are good. Uh, but I wonder, I wonder, I need a pencil. Could we name the Ten Commandments? I'm just curious. I'll pick on this section first. Can you give me one of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt have no gods before me. No other gods before me. The first one. We just did that. How about over here? Honor your father and mother. I love that one as a parent. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. How about the back row this way? No stealing. That's a good one. You, you took my answer. No stealing. But back there. No murder. Good rule. 
Baltimore needs to learn that this weekend. Prayers for them. Remember the Sabbath. Remember the Sabbath. You all did good on that one today. Good job. How about you guys? Don't neighbor. Don't covet your neighbors. Don't neighbor your covet. Uh, don't covet your neighbor's stuff. So the Catholics split. All right, so the Protestant Ten Commandments and the Catholic Ten Commandments are different. Did you know that? Uh, we have one that says no idols. They don't have that one in there because they like their statues and they like their urn. Uh, so they take the tenth one, uh, thou shalt not covet your neighbor's stuff or your neighbor's wife, and they split it into two. Don't take your neighbor's stuff. Don't take your neighbor's wife. So they, we have a different. In the Bible, it doesn't say the first commandment, the second commandment. So we put the numbers on there. Ourselves. How about back there? No false witness against your neighbor. No, witness your neighbor. no lying. I love it. No adultery. no adultery. My wife and I, we have a Ten Commandment code. I will not commit adultery and she will not commit murder. <laughs> Already had stealing. Already had uh, mom and dad. Love your neighbor is a great commandment that Jesus gave that to us in the New Testament. How about no idols? And gosh darn it, you're going to get this one. Don't take the Lord's name in your... Even if I said darn it, my grandma would flick my ear because it was too close. Too close. Yeah. We have 500 pages to build a home. But God only gave us 10 commandments to live by. There's actually more, but these are the 10 big ones, and they're hard. They're easy, and they're hard. To me, it's like playing chess. You could learn to play chess in in an hour, but it takes a lifetime to figure out how to really play. And you remember how we got these 10 commandments? Moses was out there in the desert one day with his flock, and he had received a calling from a burning bush to go and free the Hebrew slaves. And after the said freeing, he was to bring them back to this mountain and wait for instructions to the same mountain where the burning bush was. And the mountain was called Mount Sinai or Mount Horeb, depending on the Bible that you're reading. So Moses went and freed the Hebrews. I, I won't go into that long story. But they brought him back to that mountain. And in the end, Moses went up on the mountain and, and God gave him ten commandments on two stone tablets. This is God's contract with the people of Israel. The first copy, God made the commandments. You know, we can, we can envision with the whole lightning or the, the fire, somehow the, the, it gets burned into the stone. And the, those get broken, by the way, later on by Moses. And there's another story with that. Moses had to go back up and get a second copy. And God said, I'm not going to write this one. You have to write this one. So Moses had to chisel this one. Oh, no. Uh, we like to think of two stone tablets, five on this side, five on this side. But there's a theory that I, that I like to, uh, I really like it. It probably had 10, 10 on this side and 10 on this side, two copies coming down, two identical tablets because it is a contract between God and his people. And each party got a copy, because that's what the law is saying. If you want to be my people, if you want me to be your God, 
These are your obligations to follow. I'll hold up my end of the bargain if you hold up your end of the bargain. And this is very much like a treaty being signed. It opens up like a contract, doesn't it? Between, between parties where they have to identify themselves. You've all signed contracts before, right? You know, you know when you buy a car, it, it, it opens up like a contract. Purchaser, Mike Beneshek, agrees to, to, to purchase a, is my wife here? She's not here. That's awesome. 2022 uh, Mazda Miata. That, that would be awesome. From seller, Mazda of Boise or wherever, right? Ten commandments are the same way. This is how it opens. And God spoke these words, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You who were in Egypt. It's a contract. I'll be your God if you follow these ten commands. Do we live up to our contracts? And the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. It sounds like an easy one, doesn't it? No other gods. It makes sense to us because we don't believe in other gods but one. What kind of numbskull would believe in more than one God? We like to think to ourselves. But remember who these people were. These were slaves in the land of Egypt. Do you know how many gods Egypt had? Many. I don't, I don't know the number. But uh, from Egypt to throughout the Mediterranean, throughout the rest of the world, they were polytheistic. Many gods. In Egypt, yet Isis, the god of earth, Ra, the, the god of the sun, Anubis, god of the dead, among others. Greece, they had theirs. Zeus, Athena, Hermes. Rome had theirs. Jupiter, Mercury, Apollo, Mars, Vulcan. Northern Europe, they had their gods. Loki, Thor, Woden, Frigg, to name a few. We get the days of the week named after their gods. Woden, Woden's day. Thor, Thor's day. Frigg, Friday. Frigg is a, is a god of, how, how to say it, uh, of lovey, lovey, hubby, hubby, um, kissy, kissy. <laughs> For, a, a, fertile, a fertile god, how about that? So anytime you say, thank God it's Friday, you're really saying, thank God it's Fertility God Day. That's, that's what you're saying. <laughs> you got your choice of religious affiliations. But here at the birth of Judaism, we get this idea of a single God. Hero God. Hero Israel. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Who is worthy of worship? One. Who do we pray to? One. Who is it that we put our trust and our faith in? One. But Pastor Mike, don't all religions believe the same thing? I hear you ask. Not really. It's one, of my, it's one of my pet peeves, by the way. All religions, ah, oh, they're all the same. I don't think so. Not really. We believe that God is one and Jesus Christ came to fix our relationship with God and with others. Love God, love others. How many other religions can say that? 
Buddhists. Buddhists want to leave the world. They want to experience nirvana. Nirvana means nothingness. They believe that the world is bad and should escape it. On the contrary, we kind of believe that this world is good. Now, what it says in Genesis? And God made the earth and the heavens, and he was pleased with what he had made and called it good. Oh, how about the Hindus? What do they seek? Hindus have 330 million gods. Three, I don't know who counted them. 330 million. Their goal is to reach Dharma, complete independence from everything. No contact, no relationship with them. Inner peace, inner peace. I don't want to be, a, I, don't, I just want to be left alone. No relationships. Totally opposite from what we know God to be. Our God is a relational God. He wants us to be with him. That's why he sent Jesus out there in the first place. And you could do this with almost every other religion out there. And I won't go through the whole list. Uh, Confucianism, Shinto, you know, don't ask me what Scientology believes. I have yet to figure them out. But uh, we believe in one God who was revealed through Jesus Christ. And we live through the spirit and we live by Christian values such as kindness, mercy, humility, charity, faithfulness, hope, and most of all, love. What God cares about is his people. He has promises of faithfulness and peace. Know that the Lord is good. It is he who made us, and we are his, and we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. His people are his concern. And his people are those who take this covenant seriously. This is what I want to leave, uh, you to leave with this morning. God gave his people the Ten Commandments. Not because he's a cosmic killjoy and wants to micromanage everything we do. But it's because he loves us. 600,000 slaves coming out of Egypt. No rules. These people were enslaved. They, had, they lived under under a yoke, and now that yoke was free. And you're going to set 600,000 people out in the desert, and yeah, y'all do what you want to do. You can't do that. I've, I've, I've led summer camps before. <laughs> you need boundaries. You need those lines. You need some things to live by. And this is how I know it's true. One of the reasons. Uh, every other God out there, God has rules about what you're, you're supposed to obey me, rules about you are supposed to, uh, you know, love me. You're supposed to, everything is God-centered. Ten commandments that God gave us, only four have to do with God. Six have to do with how we treat each other. How much does God love you? No, God wants, God wants our love and respect, but it's more about how we love and care for each other. These are the rules that keep us out of trouble. I remember when our kids were younger, we had a rule that they had to follow at our house, at one of our houses. Uh, we, we had the house, and then we had a yard, then we had a sidewalk, then we had another small strip of grass, and then the street. Busy street. Rule. Don't go past the sidewalk. This grass, good. Sidewalk is fine. This grass, Bad. Don't go on this grass because people are flying by at 45, 50 miles an hour right here. 
dad, dad, it's grass. Like, yeah, I want, we, we kind of like you. We want you to stick around. One of, one of our family rules is, uh, they're not here to say it, but if uh, every, everywhere we go, we still do it to this day. What's the family rule? And they would say, don't die. That's the family rule. Well, you, you go to the state fair and you hop on their rides. You, we had to have a rule like that, right? <laughs> um, we love our children enough to set up boundaries. We're tired of having urgent care in our budget. Uh, my middle kid, I won't say his name, but his initials start with Gabe. But uh, we called him Captain Copay. That's, that's what he was, Captain Copay. <laughs> Life is better if we don't sanction murder. Life is better if we don't sanction stealing or lying. We have it. It's not supposed to be there. But if it was legal, look out. We worship one God. And this God loves us more than we can fathom. So for the next 10 weeks, we will look at each of these commandments in turn. I think you'll be a little surprised by what, what you discover. There's a more to each of these than you think. So next week, we're going to look at the second commandment. We'll look at idols using the story of the golden calf. You know, the story of the same with Moses' story. Beef. It's what's for worship. <laughs> Can't end it like that, but I think I... And the family of God said, Amen. If you are at home, now is the time to get your communion elements ready. Sorry I didn't share it earlier in the service that today was communion day, but hopefully the spread uh, helps share what was coming up. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, always give thanks. And he broke the bread and he said, take and eat, all of you. This is my body shed for you. And after the meal, he took the fruit of the vine, poured it out and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink, all of you. This is my blood shed for you, for the new covenant, for the forgiveness of sins, do this in my name. All of us are welcome at this table. This is not my table. This is not the Methodist table. This is, this is Christ's table. All are welcome.
as we come to the offertory, a word of thanks to those who faithfully participate in the giving to this congregation. You support the ministries that we do on this side of town, throughout our city, state, and world. Thank you for your gifts.
let's stand up for the for the ovation and uh, for our doxology and prayer. <laughs>
thank you to our musicians. Uh, you're gonna want to stay for the postlude. We got f- four folks. Uh, we got 40 fingers and 176 keys going for our postlude. You, you might want to stick around for that. Thank you to the upstairs folk for everything you do. Jeff, thanks for being here. You just finished the Grand Slam of Idaho, four giant peaks of Idaho. Finished just last week. God bless you for that. To the kids and youth group and all of them, to our folk online and to all of you, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. That as we celebrate this Independence Day, may we find favor in his sight. Amen. Yeah.